Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hear Me See Me podcast is sponsored by Zenoti, the number one cloud software for salons and spas. Because when people feel good, they find their greatness. I am Stuart Roberts, and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me See Me. It's just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Hello, this is Stuart from Hear Me See Me podcast. And today I'm talking to someone who's become a, a good friend of mine and she's an amazing woman. She uh, runs the Haircuts from the South End branch for us. And she's a lady barber <laughs> in a very male-orientated industry. Uh, today I'm talking to Nicola Waller. How are you doing, Hello. my darling? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm really <laughs> good. good. Really good. You. Yeah. Um, how's it been? Because, uh, well, well, before we start, we're in this bit of a mad situation. How are you, how are you getting on? Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it was a really big adjustment to sort of going from working all the time to, you know, sort of suddenly twiddling my thumbs. But, yeah, kind of got used to it. Um, yeah. You know, I think we're all, in, we're all in the same boat, aren't we? So it's, yeah, it's been a bit odd for all of us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what we'll do, you know, for anyone listening who, you know, I'll, I'd like people to know your story and that before we get to, you know, how things are at the moment and how it's been for you. So what, what sort of drew you to the... Uh, barbering industry yeah um, my nan uh, was a hairdresser mm. years and years ago in, in where I live locally um, and my mum couldn't follow in her footsteps because she'd had TB as a child and had been advised that it wouldn't you know be good for her to do that um, I think like to do with all the hair particles yeah. and lacquer and stuff Um yeah, my sister went into it, and and I just followed. Really, it just it seemed like the natural progression for me. I, I um, got into it quite young, really. Didn't didn't do any qualifications when I was young. Just um, went off the back of family trade, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't until I'd had my children that I actually um, went back when my youngest was a baby. And uh, and got a proper qualification. Yeah. And um, yeah. So that's that. Well, because it, it, there was a lot of that, wasn't there? Yeah. You know, people, especially if it was a family business and yeah. things, people would just learn on the job. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, and and then. You and know, when it's uh, what you grow up around, yeah, you just absorb it, don't you? Yeah. Definitely, how it was back then. I think obviously education's come more to the fore now, perhaps. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, yeah. 
more important now to have those qualifications. But. And, and, and it's got to be. I mean, if industry's going to get yeah. taken um, seriously, it's got to become at some point, you know, state registered and all of these things. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be. Yeah, yeah. I think that's crucial. So um, you you said when you had your children, how many children have you got? I've got three, three sons. Three <laughs> which, which is how I ended up with a barber. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. I've sort of I've linked that together. Yeah, so <laughs> where it came. What, what what did actually take it from hairdressing to barbering? Yeah, so I'm I'm not really a girly girl, and I didn't. <laughs> you know, I found some salons could be a little bit bitchy and a little bit, you know, um, overly. Yeah, overly preoccupied with um, the glamour and, and the glitz, which wasn't really me. I right. was I was definitely more about the connection with, with the person um, and the chat and, yeah, the community side of things. So, yeah. um, And I just gelled better with the gents. So I always ended yeah. up sort of dealing with the gents. Yeah. You, I've actually, you said that now. Just, you said that community thing. I've I've been in your salon, yes. in, in your barbers, <laughs> and and it really is. There's a real. You've got, and I've said to you that is your sort of USP. Like it, you know, you are a real family community barbers, aren't you? Yes. I mean, the, the, I just sat there and watched people coming in, and you know, it's it's a real. It's not just a. A stop by service. You, you've, you're part of that community where you are, aren't you? Definitely, definitely. People come in just for a cup of tea and say hello. You know, yeah. um, it, and that—that's what I wanted all along. I wanted, um, yeah, just a place really to conduct my social life as well as earn a living. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and I love it. I, you know, I, one of the first salons I worked in before. I set up on my own, uh, you know, it was the older gents coming in, uh, the much, much older gents that would come in. And you know that you're the only person they've spoken to uh, that week, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, they tell you the same stories and over and over. Yeah. But, yeah, I just loved it. I, yeah, I loved that little connection. And, yeah, yeah it was really lovely. I mean, your place reflects your, better say where it is, actually. Because you're in, <laughs> you're in South End on Sea, aren't you? Yes. Sunny South End, um, South End. <laughs> uh, and you know, like it does reflect you. You know, all yeah. the, the stuff on the walls. It's one of those yeah. places you can sit. I love places like that. You can sit waiting for your haircut, and you, you spend most of your time looking around the walls and looking at all the bits and pieces. And yeah, you know. it's, it's a real collection of of my life. I mean, it's all my took. Um, yeah. that I've collected over the years, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I needed somewhere to put it, so I thought better open a shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, open a shop, so I put this stuff up on the wall. <laughs> I think that's the only way I'd be allowed. If I had another shop, it'd be, I've always said that like, I'm going to end up this with a barber's, and then I could fill it full of all my UFC memorabilia. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not allowed to put. I'm not allowed to put it up indoors. <laughs> so that's the only way I'm going to ever do it. I've got loads of it. <laughs> Um, yeah. You, so you've got three lads. Yeah. <laughs> and a dog. Yeah. <laughs> a shop um, dog. A shop dog. Yeah. Shop dog. Um, yeah. So it's it's always struck me because you became you became one of uh, like you you contacted me uh, about joining Haircuts for Homeless. 
Yeah, quite persistently, uh, as I remember. <laughs> everyone, do you know that's a theme coming through on everyone? That, that I'm, either, I'm either really shit at um, getting past, explaining my messages, or but it is, it's the people like yourself are the real persistent ones who end up being the team leaders. Yeah. And um, purely because uh, you've got that drive, you know, and um, we someone doing it at the time, Bernice, and, you know, she has yeah. loads of stuff going on with her, um, different business and stuff. So, and she, she travels around the world doing stuff. So it was, it was a natural thing for someone else to sort of take over for her. Yeah. And you came along at the right time with, and it was your passion really for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely. What, what, what was your first session like? Um, oh, that was with you, wasn't it? That was, was that Ilford? Oh, oh that's well, right. Yeah, you can like start. This is right now. This, yeah. I've got it right now because I'm I'm getting old now. My brain needs a bit <laughs> of a jolt now. And then, yeah, you 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 persistently from South End. You actually yeah. came and volunteered with me in Ilford. That's right. Uh, you said I don't care. I'll, I'll travel. I just want to come and join in. Do it. Um, yeah. You was a great asset because like barbering schools is we we do do women's hair. Um, there's sometimes we do uh, like go to women's refuges when it's all yeah. here, but yeah. the bulk of it is is barbering on gents, yeah. And we, you know, this particular one in Ilford's ever so busy and it's uh, <laughs> a bit manic. And um, it's lively. Yeah, it's very, it's very lively. lively. It's, it's, it's a good. <laughs> I like to use that word lively. Don't put, you don't have people put people off joining so much, but um, very lively. And you know, like you come and use a great asset. And I think that was the thing is that then I said there is this one in South End, and then obviously like um, when we needed a new team leader, he was perfect for it. Um, so. You, I mean, you just took to it like a duck to water in it, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I do. I, I love it. Uh, you know, it's something I'd wanted to do for a very long time. My um, sort of going back into my history, my dad, when he was fifteen, was made homeless. Um, oh. Yeah, his his dad, bless him, was a bit of a gambler, and um, oh, yeah. Yeah, post-war and all of that. Yeah. And, and yeah, my dad was made homeless, and it was only the kindness of strangers that sort of got him back on his feet. And he did get back on his feet, and he did phenomenally well. He, yeah. you know, he, he did fantastically in his life. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the kindness of people looking out for him that, uh, that got him on his way. And, and I kind of, I just, that really resonates for me. You know, and I yeah. think we could all do with a bit more kindness and a bit more, you know, giving back. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's good all round, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it? There's always something that always comes up from someone's past, the, the, the why. Everyone's got a yeah. why. Absolutely. And it generally is. And as soon as I say, you know, like, what kind of why do you want to come and join us? It is something like that. And that was your dad being yeah. shown a kind hand. And, yeah. you know, it, and then he's instilled that into you. Yeah. And, you know, and... Um, yeah, well, I think I his his experience really shaped him, obviously, as it as it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, he used to, you know, tell us about his um, back in the sixties. It was all uh, coffee, coffee um, shops where the kids used to go, and yeah. uh, he he knew a guy who who owned the local coffee shop who, who let him stay. Uh, after hours, you know, clear up and you can kick out the back sort of thing. Got him off the streets. Yeah. And uh, and that's just amazing, isn't it? That's yeah. lovely. And that stayed with him right the way through. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that's. I can hear that in your voice because I, I know. I know tragically you, you, you lost him not that long ago, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and I know that's. Um, but the, the great thing is, is you know, you you do get that from you know. My my dad was a lot a lot longer ago, um, and but you do. The, the legacy is that they pass. I mean, they pass some of their bad things, don't you? <laughs> but, <laughs> but they do. You do get that from them. It, you yeah, know, that is yeah. what what's left behind is is that. And yeah. and you've been great. You know, doing that as well, um, helping. And you've always you're always enthusiastic with it. And um, and then so it go. It went over to South End. So you yeah. you, you sort of at the Harp Centre. You you sort of uh, help organise that for us now. Um, what's, 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 what's it like there? Yeah, again, it can be really lively. Um, yeah. It's um, a fantastic centre. We are so fortunate to be able to use that centre. Yeah. Um, and the, the people, you know, the, from the volunteers to, to the staff that all run it are yeah. excellent and can't do enough to help us, really. And, yeah. uh, you know, the clients are fantastic. They are great people with great stories. And I think that's what I you know, really love about volunteering in this way is that just that connection with people and yeah. hearing their stories, you know, seeing them grow and change month after month or year after year as, you know, you know, some guys I've, I have known for a couple of years now yeah. through this. But, it, yeah, friendships develop and connections are made and, it, yeah, it's fab. It is fab. I love it. I, I, I mean, I had a... I had a Something that stays with me there is uh, mm. <laughs> probably it, you poor thing. It really affected you as well. Is that I, oh, I, I was on a session there and I became very ill, didn't I? I was like, yeah. I was so ill, and um, yeah. what it turned out, my, my my I've got a great GP. Unfortunately, he's he's gone now. He's retired or something, and I've got this. And he was so good, my GP, but he yeah. did give me the wrong blood pressure medicine, <laughs> <laughs> which he profoundly apologised for. And it just made me. I, it was a day I took it that morning, and I started yeah. to feel a bit funny when I got there. Then all of a sudden, I just said to you, "Oh no, I just, I just went. I've gone." Yeah, you bailed halfway through a haircut, which yeah, halfway. Yeah, you don't. You got to be ill, wouldn't you, to go halfway through? I was, I was so desperately trying to finish this haircut, but in the end, yeah. and I sat down, but I couldn't move my arms. I, no. and, then, and then I completely went out. Um, but, but the point of it is, is that everyone obviously was so kind there, and, and you know they called an ambulance and everything. Yeah. But I remember. Yeah. One of the homeless guys, as I sort of came round, there was this homeless guy who yeah. I don't think could even speak English. No. And I'm sure he was, like, holding my hand or... Yeah, 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 he was, and he, he didn't leave your side. He didn't leave my side, did he? No, he didn't. And and I think that was what was profound, because to all intents and purposes, trust us, you know, it, it looked like you were having a stroke. Um, yeah. And... The genuine concern and kindness from uh, not just staff and volunteers, but, but especially from the clients who use the facility was yeah. phenomenal. Uh, you know, and that really that struck me massively. And they still ask. You know, yeah. they they would still ask right up until our last session prior to, to lockdown. They would still ask how you are. 
Yeah. You know, which is just dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> but, but honestly, though, that guy, I mean, it was almost like an angel. He's like, because you've come out of it, I don't know, wherever I was alive. Or and there's just this man, and he was, he's, it might yeah. maybe because I was, I don't know, but he just seems to have this lovely look on his face. And he really, and it was really calming, and he was just, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'll never forget that, you know. Yeah. That's the kind of strangers, isn't it? It's lovely. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, early on, we've, you know, we, we got to know each other and we got to chat. And I was quite, I was quite taken back. I mean, I always sort of had a bit of an admiration for you, you know, like, because you're a, you know, you're a female in a, I mean, you're feeling what you can handle yourself. <laughs> but, you, you know, like, in a very male-orientated industry, barbering, yeah. barbering has taken off. Yeah. The last few years, it's just, yeah. it's just exploded. But yeah. with it, I've always found there's this very sort of laddish male um, sort of thing going with it. And, yeah. you know, uh, it, it, what... what and you've told me something, I, I want, I'm pushing you into it. What, what's it been like being, you know, a female barbershop owner? Yeah, interesting. Uh, <laughs> interesting from yeah. the outset, really, as a female barbershop shop, let alone a, um, a shop owner. Yeah. Um, yes. Definitely, I'm going to talk about good first. Yeah, and do what that. I will, what I will say. Well, do it, we call it a shit sandwich. So yeah, start off with sandwich. some good, a little bit of... Uh, yeah, a and then end on a high note. ...challenges and then end on a high note, yeah. I think, I think what is really great about being a female in this industry is, um, is yes, there is the laddish side to this industry, massively so. And that's great for, for the clients that that kind of gel with that aesthetic and everything. Yeah. My clients generally are not laddish. They're, they're not. They're, you know, um, and that's what I offer them. I offer them, you know, a, like a big sister or an aunt or, or yeah. whatever I may be to those to those customers. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, a, you know, non-threatening in that way. And they can open up to me and they can talk to me and they do. Uh, and they get a female perspective, which can be yeah. really useful, hmm. you know, for all sorts of reasons, I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah. I get that. That's something I love about my job, but that I can bring, you know, a different perspective, maybe, to, yeah. to, some, to some people's lives. Um, but yes, as a, as a woman in this industry, it's been, it's been interesting. I've worked in a shop where we had um, oh, a couple of times a client come in and uh, do definitely what you don't want your client to be doing under their gown. Oh, what, cleaning their glasses? <laughs> yeah, they were the old cleaning, cleaning their glasses, glasses joke, but they wasn't? Right, I get They really that. Right, wasn't. Okay. They we all really get that wasn't. now. Yeah, they really wasn't. <laughs> and their right. gowns went in the Surely pit. not. Surely not, actually. <laughs> no, actually, truly. Actually, one chap came in, obviously unwell to be doing this, clearly, but but the ingenuity was there because he'd come in and he was wearing a long jacket. That's fine. He sat down. But when he stood up at the end and all was apparent, jacket was open, he'd cut a panel out the front of his jeans. <gasps> and it was all just, yeah. So that, that, so that, <laughs> that started my career as a, as a young woman in the 
Oh, you know yeah. what? That never happens to me. Does that not? You're not really <laughs> No. I, I feel a bit, it. yeah, I feel a bit, maybe I'm not. He didn't I've even never had a man do that when I've cut his hair. But I mean, we joke, but that's awful. You know, like, yeah, that, that, but, you know, you know, you're strong enough, but imagine someone who isn't. It's real life. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's part of it. As you <laughs> say, there's got to be some sort of, yeah, yeah. It's poorly in Canon's person to do yeah, Definitely. Actually do that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and as a shop owner, yeah, I mean, I know we've, we've discussed this before, but... Um, the, the road I opened up on is quite popular for, for barbers and hairdressers. It's a really yeah. long road, and it's definitely yeah. the road you go to when you want to get your barnet sorted. Yeah. Um, and I I had a visit from um, another uh, establishment owner who, uh, who, who turned up on my doorstep with a few of their um, staff members and uh, suggested that it might be in my best interest to to move on that I couldn't make a living there yeah. um, which you know was shocking it was shocking but I think at the time you know I didn't really uh, realise how shocking it was until reflection later um, yeah. but yeah I've got a cricket bat and I've got my dog and uh, <laughs> go <laughs> and on I'm girl <laughs> go on girl <laughs> and I'm right you know I've, I've got yeah. great great connections to um, the traders like in my immediate vicinity we all look yeah. after each other we all look out for each other clients are always in and out you know I yeah. feel I feel fine um, yeah. but yeah there's been a few there have been a few I mean not so long ago I had a, a client in who was um, obviously having the worst day of his life but had a lot of coke to compensate and yeah, um, yeah the agony aggression but Oh, that's part of the skill, diffusing situations, yeah. handling people, mm. you know, managing those situations is, is part of what we do, isn't it? It is yeah. part of what we do. And he, he left happier than he arrived. So, you know, yeah. that's a win in my book. <laughs> but, yeah. And the, the the cricket bat wasn't brought out. Deployed. So. It wasn't deployed, but it's there. No. It's right next to my station. <laughs> it's there. It's technically memorabilia because it's signs by him. Yeah, <laughs> it's not an offensive weapon you are, no? No, 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 it's memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. Has it, but, has it um, ever has it ever into your hands? Um, <laughs> at the, at the, just the the the, the, the showing stage. Has it ever got to the showing stage? I just saw a side step. Yeah. I've never actually had to deploy it. Um, no. my, my, customer, <laughs> my customers, uh, yeah. you know, we talk about it. It's, it's called the persuader in the shop. That's what we call it. <laughs> the persuader. Persuader. Persuading yeah. you to leave kindly before. I'm, I'm persuading yeah. you to leave quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then, on a serious note, like, that, in this day and age, it shouldn't happen, should it? You know, no, like of course, that. Of course not. Of course know. not. Um, but then I suppose we are, it's, it's, being, it's, it's sort of being realistic that things shouldn't, but they do. But they do, and it's, it's having yeah. the skills and, and life experience, maybe, yeah. to be able to deal with it. And, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely got that from my dad, uh, you know, the ability yeah. to handle situations like that. He was a businessman as well, and, yeah, yeah. All kinds of stories. <laughs> kinds what was your dad's name? Terry. 
Terry. Well, technically, Good on Clifford, but everyone called him Terry. That's oh, complicated. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I won't go into that one. But, and that's right, Clifford's barbershop. That's right, Clifford's barbershop, yeah. Right. Yeah. But good on you, Terry. You, you brought her up well, mate. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, it's an interesting thing because um, when it comes to women diffusing situations like that, yeah. I mean, I've I have had and spoken about before that, you know, when we've been in somewhere like the Whitechapel Mission, which is very frontline and uh, yeah. uh, and very, um, uh, it, it it can go off at any time. Yeah. But it, it's often handled by either Sonia who works there or Sue who works yeah. there, and and immediately, you know, I see the difference now. If one of the guys, they, they, it's not because the guys don't want to, but it tends to be realised. It escalates. Yeah. It escalates. Yeah, yeah. that macho yeah. manly. Exactly. Grown thing. So, exactly. you know, and it, it it really makes a difference. Um, we there's a lot of guys. There's, I think it's I think even in that which I was looking today, it's like thirty eight percent have been in prison. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you you sort of tell straight. My sister noticed it when she does the door, the list on the door, and she says, "I sort of know who's been to prison because they call me Miss." Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Miss. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Miss. Okay, yeah. Miss. And you get that feeling of, 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 that they've done that. But there's, there's yeah. definitely, I remember a pub owner from years ago, and uh, little, which actually must have been four foot eleven, <laughs> but would like make the, a six foot seven, twenty five stone bloke cow beer <laughs> when she started. You know, and it, it's that thing, isn't it? You know, they don't quite know what to do. It throws no, them. no, exactly. No. Yeah, I mean, it's not always the case. It doesn't always work. But yeah, generally. Generally, a you know a firm but fair approach. <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. go back to thinking that you're their mum, really. And yeah, yeah. I think being a mum for sure helps with that. Definitely, yeah. you know, you have to stern stare down pat. And uh, <laughs> stern stare. <laughs> you give that to me a couple of times. I oh, yeah. <laughs> Back in your box, Joe. Yeah, back in your box, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like it, really. <laughs> but it, yeah. like, it, it's amazing that because we have, we have, think we always think we've come, we've got all this going on at the moment, and yeah. we always think that we've come forward, and and do you realise our how far behind we still are in so many different aspects yeah. of things, you know, to the point where I'm almost frightened to say anything. So I've just realised I don't know enough about any of, any of the stuff that's going on. Um, you know, it's so difficult uh, a time mm-hmm. because yeah, you know, definitely. you know, how can, how can, I mean, I was I was um, as offended as anyone, uh, you know, or horrified by what happened. Recently, but yeah. you know, then you realise that you know, like, I'm just a white middle class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> realise that out. That's out been brought up in the seventies, yeah. and I just think, yeah. well, what am I to say? But then yeah. I've still got. It's difficult because I've still got my feelings about, it and I, I can still be um, yeah. as offended as anyone. You know, like it's, it's, a, it's very difficult thing, and I think it comes with sexism, homophobia. Yes, and, and all of these things, all and it's all got to come about by. I think it's it, it it has to be done well, and it has to we, be we, done with discussion, and it has to be done with compassion. Yeah. 
we can only talk. We can only talk and yeah. listen. That's all we can do for one another. And yeah. I think that is the start of of getting it right, surely. Listening, yeah. paying attention. And, yeah. you know, I, I think I read somewhere one of my friends posted, you know, she was terrified of anyone who is who's absolutely certain about something. Um, and that really resonated with me because, you know, you might be absolutely certain about something. Yeah. And it might close you off from listening to a different point of view and seeing things slightly differently through a different yeah. lens yeah. And, and growing and learning and, and evolving. And I think, yeah, that, that really stuck with me. You know, I might have my sort of absolute views on all sorts of different things or, or, or my clients especially might have their views on, on certain things. <laughs> um, yeah. But listening, talking, hearing one another and being open to changing your mind is yeah. is the the best thing we can do, isn't it, surely? I, I think, um, it, you know, it, oh, I, it always comes back, you know, we were given two ears on my mouth for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you can, and it just seems that the more that the mouse engaged, the less the ears are engaged. The less the ears are engaged. Um, and definitely yeah. with this sort of internet culture that, that oh. we have now, yeah. um, you know, no, no one who has ever been wrong on the internet has ever had their mind changed by someone no. <laughs> shouting at them on the internet. Like, it just doesn't happen, does it? Yeah, no, um, I know. I know. <laughs> you know. And that's what I mean about sort of listening and accepting that we might have it yeah. wrong and that we can change our opinion and it doesn't make us look a fool or, or you know, hypocritical. You yeah. know, we can grow and we can all we can all do better. That's for sure. Yeah. All of us. <laughs> I mean, uh, even recently, I've had um, I've had some stuff thrown at me uh, and I don't answer it. And my, no. kid, <laughs> my kids get so angry about it. They go, have you seen what someone's put on your thing? And I go, yeah, I know. And they go, and you're going to be fine. <laughs> and they're all fired up, you know, and they go, no. No, no don't need to. No, 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 no. If they want to direct message me, and I'll gladly have a chat with them, of you know. Course. But of I am course. not going to, I see it as all, they're like fire, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm not going to put any petrol on any of these things. Um, no. but, uh, I'm going to starve it of oxygen and it will go out. And that, that's... That's all I ever look at it, you know, and um, because, it, uh, because that sort of online stuff isn't a real. It's not real. No. It's not a real interaction between two people wanting to understand one another's viewpoint or, yeah. or you know, help each other grow and learn. That is, no. that's just shouting. I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, it's massively part of today's culture. We're too concerned with definitely yeah. being right. Than, yeah. than actually, than actually knowing or, or well, learning. If, if you like, if you are right, if you are 100% right, good luck to you. Yeah. You know, because then, yeah. then there's no point, there's the discussion finished, isn't it? Because if you're, what's, what's the point of uh, What's the point of coming back on it, yeah. So, exactly. That's good, you know. And right. sometimes, <laughs> maybe, I, 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 I don't even read it, but sometimes I, I will click on it and then you look at it and it's not particularly to see, it's just to see who's talking to you. And yeah. then you look and they've got like maybe they've only done a few posts and they've not so it's after time is these it's these fake accounts. Because yeah. they're hiding behind different personas and things as well. So they're not even sort of strong enough to do it from their personal account. No. And then you no. think, Oh, what am I oh, well, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. Let it go, let it go. Yeah. And you know, like I it, I 
I'm not ever going to think that I've got it. <laughs> so, you know, so I'll always debate, and I'll, I'll always get. Well, I, th- I think that's a healthy, that's a healthy way to view the world. You know, we yeah. we all bring our own stuff uh, with us when we come to our decision making and our conclusions. It's all shaped by our own life experiences and interactions and everything. Yeah. And and you know, so of course it's going to vary widely across mm. the population, but. I think listening to one another and being less concerned with point scoring and, you know, being seen to be right or whatever. Yeah. Just listening and hearing and talking and, you know, kindness, compassion, all of that, mm. all of that. And that is that is what my, my shop and how I view my role in the industry, that's what it's built on. It's, yeah. it's built on people and connections and listening and customers that become friends and, you know, become yeah. a, a massive part of your life, even if you've got different views. You know, some of the best conversations we've had in the shop have involved four or five different customers, both stylists, uh, and we're all viewing things differently. Yeah. But it's fabulous to be able to to talk about it. And, you know, yeah. the haircut does pro- provide a great distraction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. If, if, if someone is very hard to talk to, then they can't get done very quickly. Really, really quick. Yeah. <laughs> funny, how, funny how you can speed it up, isn't it? You know, five minutes, five, she does. She didn't give our trade secrets away. Um, <laughs> and that follows through into the projects as well. I mean, you know, uh, it's it, it sort of... I've often said to people, look, just come. come to, just come to one of our projects. You'll learn. You'll learn yeah. so much if you just come and observe because, yeah. um, you know, we think we think this about... I've got people who have said to me about, you know, um, refugees and people and immigrants and yeah. people, you know, and they've got this fixed idea. It's going, come along, come along. I'll meet some people. Yeah. You know, because they've got this... It's all been thrown out in the wider media. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, for, for years, for, for, yeah. for years and years and years, for a lifetime, for this, for a generation. And, mm. and we, we can't... Uh, I don't know how we even begin to do all that conditioning, um, you know. But you, you're right; just come along, getting people to come along, and getting them to to meet the individuals mm. and their stories. It's <clears throat> so interesting um, and eye-opening, um, and like levelling, you know, yeah. massively humbling. You know, <laughs> uh, 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 and, and if you ever need. I mean, the best antidote for any sort of depression and things is, uh, as I found out, is is gratitude. If yeah. you want to learn some gratitude, come yeah. to a session, and, and you'll realise that you yeah. know, yeah, uh, uh, that, that it's that's why it it's helped me through some of my most difficult times in the most recent years. You know, like mm-hmm. just help it, and people go, oh, you know, how'd you do that when you got that going on? I go, it's what's helped me. That's what's got yeah. me through it all. Yeah, you know, I've yeah. gone there, and and it's, I've come away feeling lucky, even if things aren't going how I'd like them. You yeah. know, uh, and I'm sure you've had the same. I've got, yeah, definitely. It, it's you know a huge perspective filter, isn't it? Yeah. Um, massive, yeah, massive. It's uh, well, we're all human, and I think it's so easy to get caught up in us. Is individuals, and, and we just mm. sort of forget that we're, we're one. We're one human race, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And I think that's where it shows itself as well, isn't it, sometimes? And then, you know, because yeah. you've got every every race and creed yeah, and religion and, and everyone, and they're, 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 it's all mucking in together. And, you know, just go back to what we said at the beginning, you know, that, that experience of mine when I was uh, so vulnerable. Yeah. And then look who was there for me. You exactly. know. I know everyone else was. I'm not saying no one else was. Look at that person who you would then say, you know, like, doesn't speak English. Yeah, yeah. Know. Uh, uh, how how would he be prejudged in so many instances? Oh, God, yeah. And yet he knows he was with me. By the Daily Mail or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But no, it, it's, it, it is definitely... I think humans inherently are quite sort of an us and them kind of species. We need that for some reason. Um, well, obviously for survival in... in yeah, maybe it goes to a deep, yeah, 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 deep, deep root survival thing. But you don't have to respond to all your base instincts, do you? You know, try not to. Yeah, try not to. Yeah, can, can we take that in as well? You know, yeah. it's unnecessary. We don't need to hate them to make us feel good. Um, yeah. And yeah, and yeah, there is a lot of us and theming in in lots of areas, not just with race, but yeah. you know, with all kinds of different yeah, um, and shit. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. Can, we just, can we, can we, the whole lot. Can we fucking calm down a minute? <laughs> can we, can we just all sit down and have a cup of tea? Can we have a little chat? <laughs> yeah, let's have a chat. Let's have a tea and a biscuit. <laughs> yeah, we'd be naive now. Yeah. <laughs> be nice, uh, though, yeah, wouldn't it? Exactly. Wouldn't it, though? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that. That has been my experience of, for the years that I've been doing this with you now, yeah. um, Ilford and and in um, South yeah. Endon. I set yeah. a little one up in Shoebury. Oh, night see, look, I'm terrible. People Didn't do even this get today. that in now. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm, I'm such an ungracious <laughs> person with this project. I mean, I sort of like... I interviewed Jackie early on in the podcast from uh, Manchester. And yeah. She set up, you know, and I said, oh, could you got about eight projects now? She said, no, it's ten, Stuart. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I'd just forgotten to you that she's yeah, done, you know, like. Yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, um, yeah. it's a community within a community, what of we course. do. That, that's, yeah. that's number one. Um, and it's amazing how we've just been accepted into their community with grace and ease. Um, yeah. It's just lovely to see, it, you know. It's nice to give back. It's just grand all round, Stuart. Is what it is. Yeah, and it's it's it, everyone benefits. It's that win win, and it because everyone yeah. benefits. Yeah, people absolutely. think it, you know, that we, you know, because I, I get this sometimes, and people, oh, I tell you, it's so nice, and I just go, no, no, it's not that. It's like it really. It yeah. really is a two-way street, you know, yeah. like we get, it's almost, like it's that thing, I forget who said it, I'm not, you know, well-read enough, but, you know, there's no such thing uh, as an altruistic Altruist, no. No, you of know, course not. Because and you, you would always get something from it. Yeah, of course. And, it, and it's lovely to feel like you're doing a good thing. It's lovely yeah. to feel appreciated. Makes yeah. me feel good about myself. Yeah. That I'm making a change to someone else's life. And it can't be underestimated the impact of a simple haircut on someone. Yeah. You know, it's a huge it's a huge boost to their self esteem. Yeah. Um and, and it directly impacts how they are viewed by the rest of society. Well that's of a course. massive gift. That's a huge yeah. thing to be able to do for someone. 
Um, so, yeah, that feels great. So, definitely a two-way street. Yeah. Definitely. But I've got to, now, I've got to, you know, because there's, you're not going to like this bit because I'm going to, I'm going to praise you now. So oh, no, don't. I know, I know, I know, I've got to. Because there's a thing, there's a thing with people who take action. And there's a thing with people who, you know, I'm not judging, but they, sometimes they, they find lots of reasons why not to do things. Now, you know, you've explained, you've explained what it's like, you know, you run in your own salon, your own uh, barbershop, it, you know, it, it, you've got all of that on top of it. You've got young, you know, you've got young, you've got boys, you've got yeah. all of these things. And on, and you are a single mum, is that right? Uh, there's been development there, but I can't right. go with that. <laughs> well, up until recently, you've been a yeah, very so, recently. So, yeah. Doing all of this, you've been a yes. single mum. You've done all yes. of this, so there's all sorts of reasons for for you. Yes, I'm glad there's been a development. Anyway, that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. my watch just said I don't know how to respond to that. Well, why don't you listen at all? We're listening. Um, <laughs> but you know that, that in spite of all of that, you've you've always give a hundred percent to it, and I, and this is what I'm saying is there's so many you know people in these situations that have got so many reasons not to help. Yeah, and they absolutely. do so yeah. many reasons. You know, I'm too busy, I can't do it, and it, you know. But people yeah. like you, and I know you get the reward from it, but as you said. But it still is quite outstanding that, that people will do this. And this is why the podcast is about unsung heroes and all that. But it's about mm-hmm. people who just just push the action button instead of just the like button. You know? yeah. And that's, that's what I wanted to highlight you as one of Thank them. you. I think yeah. well, that's, that comes down to my dad. He was just yeah. a, a massive doer. A massive yeah. doer. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that's how we were raised, you know be doing yeah. so it's that there's always a reason not to do something but look for the reasons why you should do it or why you can yeah. do it and and go from there so, yeah mindset isn't it <laughs> do you know what i think um i think that that if we talk about legacy sometimes and that and um i think that's his yeah i think right. you're his legacy and um i think um He'd done a good job. <laughs> so before you start bursting, <laughs> stop it. I'm and I, 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 I know, and I love you dearly. And um, <laughs> I want to f- thank you for giving me the time today. Oh, and thank no, you for thank everything you. you do. You know, thank you. And you thank know, you this the is the reason. To do it. Well, this is the reason for this podcast. You know, I've been lucky to have some amazing guests. You know, in the public eye and all that. But this mm-hmm. is the actual reason for this: is to get people like you heard. And to give other people hope and to say, you know, like, even if you've got reason not to do it, just do it anyway, in whatever form it takes, you know. So, Nicola, I love you dearly. (laughs) I love you too. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you, darling. Thank you a lot. Cheers. (laughs) See you. Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling. 